Hey, it's Alexander. So I've been asked this question a lot also lately because it's summer and people just spend a lot of money on all kinds of stuff. So entrepreneurs, what do they actually spend their money on? And what is the recommended method to do this? Like what is the recommended method to reinvest your money and just manage your money in general as an entrepreneur? There are several schools of thought here. There's the one where people, including myself, we basically say don't do any kind of cleaning, cooking, or any menial work at all at home, no matter what. So that's priority number one. Don't waste your time. Don't spend time on things that can be outsourced easily. And I do agree with this to a large extent. However, there's a few little details that, I, that are often not mentioned. So for example, should you outsource cleaning? Mostly, yes, absolutely. It's, it's like a hundred bucks a week, maybe you know a hundred bucks a month, depending on the country you live in. Sometimes even less to have your entire apartment that you live in or house cleaned. It's a no-brainer. Most situations, cleaning. Don't don't waste your time on that. You just pay, spend a few hundred dollars or a hundred dollars, and you're you're done. You don't have to run around, uh, broom, you know, etc. Don't waste your time on that. Whereas for food, there's a few things here, right? So there's people who actually love cooking and I have entrepreneur friends they love to sit down or stand and get some cooking done it's just relaxing it's 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 just their thing and they don't want to outsource it for me I love outsourcing cooking because it's it's a huge time sink going to the shop and buying the groceries and then having them cooked and doing all that work is such a huge time sink for me at least even though I like cooking I don't like cleaning up afterwards and so on and also because you don't cook yourself and you don't do any of the grocery shopping you don't need to do any of that so basically you save maybe 10 hours a week so that's a huge thing however should you go to a restaurant every time you eat well it sounds like you'll save time because you don't have to cook but in reality if you go to restaurants actually there's like waiting for the bill finding the restaurant waiting for a table and so on actually turns out that if you go more than once or twice a week you're actually spending more time than if you were cooking yourself during those times so I just do that as a social thing once or twice a week uh, going out for food. I don't constantly go out for food. What about deliveries? I've seen guys spend anywhere between $400 and $2,500 on food delivery. So I'm, I'm not really into the whole 2.5K on, on food delivery thing where, where entrepreneurs, they try to save so much time and energy that they spend uh, 2,000 plus dollars or euros on food. I'm not really into that. But if you can spend maybe double of what it would take to go shop and then cook the food and then have the food delivered and you don't have to clean because it's just like boxes. Why not? Uh, well, there's one little thing though. It has to be health food and a lot of protein and vegetables, which is quite hard to get with standard food delivery. So there are special services that allow you to spend five to 900 euros or dollars per month and then they do the macros, they do vegetables, they do protein, everything is on point. So if you do it like that, then it's actually worth it and it saves time. So that's that's actually a good thing. Whereas if you just go and do random food like hamburgers and sushi in restaurants, you know, like just random piling it on, you'll actually gain weight really quickly. I made a mistake for a month and then, you know, I, I kind of gained two pounds or one kilogram by accident, whoops. So then I just stopped eating all the crap and random food and started tracking my macros, had a chef prepare it and then weight started going down again. It's, it's a huge thing, right? Like decreased weight, more energy, better performance. The gym means I'm better at business. I'm performing better. This is a huge thing. Uh, another thing is people spend tremendous amounts of money on travel. There's hidden cost in travel as well. 
So if you're an entrepreneur, you want to travel, you can actually do that all year. You know, it's different from being a regular employee in an office because you can actually work from almost anywhere. I recommend nice, clean countries. You know, there's countries in Asia like Taiwan, Hidden Gem. Japan is nice. Hong Kong can be nice. Singapore can be nice. In North America, most places are quite good. And then depending on the city, of course, and then Canada is quite nice. But the th the thing about travel is three months at a time is recommended, not less than that. Less than that, there's a lot of loss of productivity. It's, it gets messy. What else? So there, there's lots of other stuff going on here. I've seen people just think that once you're an entrepreneur, you can raise your standard of living to this huge level. Well, a smart entrepreneur, like you can do that if you want, but smart entrepreneurs also, I've seen guys get to eight figures and then spend all their money. Smart entrepreneurs, they do raise their standard of living in a sense that they save time and they're more clever about things. They don't necessarily spend 10 times more money, right? Like even my friend who's very successful, seven or eight figure earner per year, he uh, he bought a yacht, for example. He didn't buy a new yacht. He bought kind of an antique that he's repairing. He's spending a few thousand, ten thousand dollars on that. So he's repairing it, and then he's going to be able to increase the value of that thing, right? So smart entrepreneurs they don't just spend and throw money that in a way where it's going to depreciate. Even when they spend on leisure, like a yacht, traditionally very expensive, and you lose a lot of money. Uh, they're doing it in a smart way that's not going to make them lose the entire amount instantly, right? So, so for example, should you buy Gucci or, or any of this overpriced junk? Absolutely not. Like, like, be clever about these things. You can be very, very smart in the sense that you don't spend money on stuff that depreciates instantly. You don't increase your expenses unnecessarily. So you don't, you're not spending a lot more on living expenses compared to someone who has a job. And you're more productive and you have more time to spare because you're spending the money in a way that frees up time. That's what entrepreneurs do. And it's not necessarily like expensive watches or whatever, unless it's an investment. So entrepreneurs, they treat everything like an investment. So even a Rolex watch, if you know that you can buy a certain Rolex watch, but you can resell it in five or 10 years and even make a profit potentially, that actually may not be a bad investment. And you can insure it in case it gets stolen, right? Whereas someone who's basically an idiot, uh, in, in many cases, not everyone's an idiot who does this, but many people who are idiots, they buy a new one and it gets stolen or it breaks or they scratch it and poof, gone, investment is pretty much vanished at that point, right? So how do you invest? Basically, the safest thing is to put the money on high interest bank account. You just put it there and it counteracts inflation, the current inflation. That's like the least risky thing you can do. Because if you put it on the S&P 500, for example, yeah, it can go up six to 8% a year, but if there's a crash, you can actually get your money stuck there or even lose part of it in a crash because you can't always sell on time or predict, right? So you're gonna have to leave it there and you, you can lose like your money in the system for like another four years unless you wanna take it out of the loss, which of course is a terrible idea. So here's what to do. Basically, reinvest most of it into business and education in, in, in a way where you can leverage it and earn more money in your business and something you understand. Don't try investing in stuff you don't understand. If you get into real estate, make sure you understand real estate. Don't just randomly put it in real estate or randomly into stocks without understanding how it works. Anything you put your money in, you need to understand. Otherwise, people who do understand it will extract it from you using whatever investment vehicle 
you, you happen to choose. That's how it tends to work. You're never gonna be able to not learn anything and then just invest and money, more money comes out. That's, not, no investment works like that. That being said, that's why I recommend, you know, for, for someone who's gonna spend literally zero time uh, researching, just put it in a high yield bank account, like savings bank account. So th that one's pretty much safe. It's not it's not 100% butter, but it's pretty much safe, like 99.9% safe. Um, what else to do with your money? So 15% of your income, unless you're running some huge business, but you know, I assume you're not, 15% of your income can go to self-development and education. Things that are vetted by entrepreneurs, things that get results, not just some dancing and waving your arms around and networking. I'm talking about like re real ROI stuff. Uh, that's what I mean by education and cell development, okay? If you can spend your money on that, there's usually ROI for an extended period of time, which makes it worth it. Education, for example, uh, it, it's very, very easy to get an ROI from education, like a new sales process, new funnels, new strategies for your business, new way of approaching your business model and so on tends to be very valuable, but only from vetted, reviewed sources that are recommended by friends, not some random stuff. If you do it like that, then education is one of the best things to invest. I've spent tens of thousands of dollars in education, tens of thousands of dollars. That's not college and stuff like that, because that's you know also expensive, but I spent tens of thousands in education, uh, dollars in education uh, taught by actual entrepreneurs and actual professionals who know what they're talking about, not not some professor in a, in a university teaching some outdated stuff. So it's it's worth it. Even things that are not worth it long-term over 10, 20 years, they tend to be worth it when it comes to education, right? There's just some things that have an ROI over months and some things that have an ROI over years. And if you're clever and you know the right people, you can get referred to things that have a faster ROI in terms of education. As long as you work hard, all of this assumes that you work hard. There's no such thing as passive or anything like that. Just forget all that stuff. It's about hard work and putting your time in and learning the skills. So what to invest, things you understand, things with ROI, uh, don't put it into black holes, don't put it in depreciating stuff more than you have to, and do track how much you're spending. It's very, very easy to get overloaded with recurring fees uh, of all kinds, and then you look at your bank account, there's actually, you know, doing $30,000, and actually there's like $5,000 left, even though it seems like you don't have a lot of expenses, but you do because all the little recurring things add up and then you look at your bank account, there's nothing left and there's a tax bill that comes in. You're like, oh shit, right? Another thing about taxes, again, none of this is financial advice or tax advice, but another thing about taxes is always keep more money around than you expect to have to pay at the end of the year on taxes, right? And speak to financial advisors. I spend thousands of dollars a year on financial advisors just to know how things are moving, where to put money, like what is good how to minimize what you're paying legally, of course. You know, you don't wanna overpay things you don't have to pay. So that's pretty much the broad overview of how to spend or reinvest or invest your money and yet do keep a budget as well. So that's pretty much it. I have a, coincidentally, I have a dinner to attend to with some entrepreneur friends. So thanks.